And hello, hello! Welcome to the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, December 8th is when we're recording this. So, what day is it? Tuesday? Um, it is Tuesday. Oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> I really did not know. I, I knew it was around Monday, because <laughs> Formula One was a few days ago, and yeah, um, we're here. <laughs> you, you just finished school all the semester. I did. Finally. I did just finish school. Fucking finally. Excuse my language. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Hate that shit. I think I passed it. I passed English, it seems like, um. I'm really just, really, yeah. yeah, I'm just waiting for my biology grade, which, you know, biology for an art education degree, but, um, I digress. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense to me, but it's okay. Um, but, um, I don't so. know. So. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta get the ball rolling here. Um, the elephant in the room is Formula One. Um, we'll get to that in a, mi- a minute. That was, um, you're welcome, by the way. Oh. For like Fantastic. telling all of y'all yeah, to if watch. If you watch because of us, like you're welcome. You're fucking welcome. That shit was great. Like, yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the credit. We'll take the credit. Um, it it lived up to expectations. We'll talk about it in a bit. Um, but first, today we found out. First, it was like a rumor, and I was like, mm, that's kind of cap. But then it's like Bob Pockers tweeted it, and it's basically confirmed. Um. So, the Fontana race, which was going to be, what, the third race of the year, um, would have been, like, the last one on the current configuration. Well, um, because, I assume it's because of California's, like, COVID restrictions, question mark? Is that why? I believe so, yeah. I guess. I don't know why. I believe so. Or maybe also just because of the logistics, because it's on the West Coast, um... They canceled the Fontana race for 2022, and they're going to move that date to the Daytona road course. Um, it's going to take some flip-flopping. So you like, mean for 2021? 20... <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yep, Alex. 2021. That... <laughs> Jesus. Yes. What the fuck? 2021. I... Yes. So, okay, let me start over. California 2021 is canceled. (laughs) (laughs) Going to be replaced by Daytona Road Course. Uh, Next season, whatever fucking year it is, next season, (laughs) NASCAR at Daytona Road Course again, part 2.5, because the clash will be at the road course. Um, (laughs) But it will be the week after the Daytona 500. So Homestead goes from being the second race of the year to the third race of the year. Um, so basically we kind of get speed weeks back and it all ends with the great American race. Yeah. The Daytona road course. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and then they say they're going to run the Fontana ovals, the, the current figuration in 2022. And then they're going to delay the short track reconfiguration to 23. Yeah. That's why I had me fucked up because I was thinking about those dates. Um, yeah but yeah we get um, also rumor has it that they will be using the the, like the low downforce package at the Daytona road course which like thank fucking god um, 
It is. Oh, that'd be that'll be an improvement if that's the case. I didn't really remember watching the cup race, um, because that was the day my roommates were moving in, and I couldn't really pay attention to the TV. But oh, uh, in any case, I know it in, was okay. In twenty, dominated it. Yeah, because I just know from twenty nineteen road course racing, besides maybe the Charlotte Roval, it was obvious there was arrow push. Like it was so obvious. Mm-hmm. Um. It was really bad, um, and now it's a lot better. Which I mean, we saw at the Roval, we had cars pretty close together. So, yeah, um, I'm excited about that. I we didn't have this podcast when Daytona first was at their road course, but holy fuck, I love the Daytona road course. I don't know why. I think it's just so cool to me. Like, I love the concept of Rovals, like. How we race on the oval, and then next week we're going to be racing on the road course. I th- I just think that's so cool. I don't know why. And I also just love the Rolex Twenty Four. I just love the track. I'm excited. I think NASCAR at the Daytona Road Course is cool. It's just it's Daytona. It's NASCAR. It's a road. Co- and I'm excited. I'm this got me excited for the season, which is sad. And then I remember stages exist. Do you? So I put on Twitter earlier, I was wondering if this might be the beginning of the end for the Clash, because the Clash this year, next year was going to be on the road course for the first time. But now the road course is also just going to be race number two of the season. Um, what do you think about the Clash? Like, do you think it's going to be around much longer? If I, What I think is going to happen is they're just they're going to really like doing this, mm-hmm. and they're, they want to keep the Daytona road course. So I think it's it might become the official second race of the season after next season even. Yeah, I I don't know. I didn't really think about that. I I think putting the clash on the roval was weird in the first place. Because I Yeah. Like to me, it just makes more sense to just have I mean, especially since NASCAR loves plate racing, um, I don't know why they wouldn't. I, I they were just trying to change it up. I I remember last year during the clash, I was trying to figure out how to fix it because apparently it was broken um, because of train racing, and I don't, I still don't know. <laughs> I I don't know if it's because of plate racing and how it is. I don't know if it's just like because. We wreck a lot more these days. I don't know if it's because of this new generation of drivers and how they race these plate mm-hmm. races. Um, I mean, this just gets into a whole conversation about plate racing, I guess. But in terms of just to answer your question, I... Yeah. Do you bring up a good point? Because... I don't know. I feel like it's almost pointless because it's what they should do. But they would have to get like mobile grandstands for this. Do the like the Battle of the Beach short track on the backstretch. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, that'd be cool. Hell, they don't even have to use cup cars. Put them in fucking late models or some shit. Just like, well, someone's got to pay for that, I guess. But just you know, just get, get some cars. Just do something. Have some fun with it. Cause see, the the clash is kind of meaningless in my opinion like it's i would i like it more than the all-star race because it's like it's the first race of the season yeah and you like get the amped up and everything but like 
it's not really special anymore because like virtually all the playoff drivers are in it and yeah. it's like there's so many provisionals it's like what's there's no point you know they i i kind of wish they'd almost put like the all-star race or something here instead but like have that rotate like put that before the 500 or something oh, I, don't know I don't know if i'd like that but i don't know, I don't know. yeah i don't know but like if i go back to i don't know i just don't really care for it. Yeah, like if I go to 2013 and you ask me about the Clash, and I'll be like, I love that race. Like it's the start of the year. Yeah. It's the like it's like literally the first time we see cars on track is Friday Clash practice, and then Saturday, the next night you have the first race of the year. It's so cool. And then like you have Daytona qualifying, and then you take a few days off. Which is just kind of, those always felt like magical days, especially the one year for me. I think it was 2015. I had, like, the whole week off from, like, snow days. So, I was home all week for mm. Daytona. Oh, loved it. Um, and then, oh, that's awesome. And then you had the duels, which is, in past, was the most dramatic days of Daytona 500 uh, events. Like, or, honestly, the most dramatic day in NASCAR of the year were were the duels um and it was focused on the 35th place guys you got to focus on different guys for once it was great now if you look at speed weeks the duels don't mean shit like i almost feel like the clash is irrelevant especially on the oval because the duels are already irrelevant like i feel like the duels basically take the place of the clash now because they're basically just test races because Qualifying yeah. really doesn't mean anything at Daytona, and everyone's already locked in. So I, I don't know. It's just, yeah. There's no reason. Like it just lost prestige because of how NASCAR is. Really, just how NASCAR is. It's just because there's 40 cars and there's a charter system and the new style of play yeah. racing just. It's everything. It's a bunch of things, and it's really made the duels and the clash lose prestige. And it's honestly kind of affecting the Daytona 500 prestige, if you ask me. Because I, I mean, I'm still kind of excited for Daytona, but I don't know. I think just last year put a bad taste right. in my mouth, and Talladega put a bad taste in my mouth. So same. Yeah. Big same. Like, God, I just want a nice plate race where they don't wreck. Five times. I cannot count the. I can't Wouldn't count on it. They. It's yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. I'm excited for the road course though. Um, I feel like it's more entertaining. <laughs> like it's actually racing. Yeah. So, I'm all for it. And we're gonna have what seven road course point races next yeah. year now. And a NASCAR Twitter got a little. That's crazy. <laughs> NASCAR Twitter got a little upset about it. Or not NASCAR Twitter, but some people on NASCAR Twitter were like, um Some people got a bit angry. Yeah, they were like, that's kind of excessive. Like, in my opinion, road course racing is short basically it's it's short track racing. Anytime you give the drivers a braking zone, there's so many different ways you can take that braking zone. Right? Like, there's something else they have to do. And they have to shift, too, to add to that. So, like, I don't know, man. 
it's good. Like, the driver skill shows. I think, honestly, NASCAR needs more short tracks and road courses because driver skill matters. Like, imagine if Formula One did oval racing. Like, it, and this isn't against oval racing. There's obviously a skill in that, too. Not not that much anymore. But, because <laughs> of the package. Um, like, there's still skill, but you know what I'm saying. Um... But short tracks and road courses, that's where driver skill really comes out. It's where guys like Michael McDowell and um, who else is mid? Ty, Ty fucking Dillon can Ty sh- Dillon. show up. Ty Dillon did really good. Ty Hamilton, Lewis Hamilton of NASCAR, Ty Dillon can show up. <laughs> <laughs> he can, sh- like, they can make a difference. And that's entertaining. That is entertaining. That's actual entertainment, Steve Phelps. Back on topic, seven road courses is not that bad. And apparently the next-gen car is... See, now that NASCAR has... Now that NASCAR has added a bunch of road courses, I'm hoping short tracks are up next. Like, obviously, we have the Fontana track Mm -hmm. coming in a few years. I'm hoping that we, like, up the number of short tracks, too, because that's really the, like, depth definition of nascar short yeah. track racing and there's the least amount of those oh i know yeah we um yeah yeah i used to have this number in my head i wanted 12 short tracks on the schedule or at least 12 short track races so you can have two at bristol two at martinsville whatever and six road courses i half the schedule should be short tracks and road courses in my opinion i think that's a fair balance really honestly you could even um, i agree like basically um you could do a fourth road courses, a fourth short tracks, a fourth speedways, and the other fourth is just kind of like wild card tracks, like um, like tracks that don't really fall into a category or they fall into multiple categories. So that could include like the plate tracks, um, Phoenix, I guess, New Hampshire, kind of, because it's like a intermediate short track, Dover, which is like a yeah, like I like the mile long tracks, yeah. It's, like, funny because I feel like New Hampshire, it's not a short track, but, like, it has a short track vibe. Even though Dover is shorter, right. it doesn't have a short track vibe because of the way the track is. Um, I feel that. Yeah, but, yeah, basically. Pocono, you could also add to that list. Yeah. But, yeah, I know what you mean. But, I mean, it doesn't have to be rigid. Like, speed, like Pocono can kind of be a speedway. Like, it's just, it, I, yeah, just basically have a nice balance of speedways, short tracks, road courses, throw in some weird tracks. Yeah, a road course race again. Road course racing is great, and it, I like. I feel like NASCAR honestly has not had enough. The great thing about IndyCar, at least, used to be the great thing about IndyCar was the schedule diversity. They race on ovals, they race on road course street courses. We need a street course in NASCAR. I, I will say that. I, I still think that would be cool. Um, I think that will happen one day. It yeah. really seems that way. Whether it's in Chicago or Toronto. I think there's definitely going to be a road course or a street course race in NASCAR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Within the next decade, for sure. Yeah, and that begs the like, I'm fine with. I love road course racing. I'm just gonna say I love it. I'm excited. I hope we get ten of them. Like I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Bring it on. It's, I love that. It's listen. It's so good. I I don't know what to tell you. It's I just love it. It's so, and so, you know, people, 
Well, people are going to catch up to Chase Elliott and Martin Truex if, like, this much of the schedule is road courses. Exactly. Like, I don't, like, people are saying, like, oh, Chase Elliott's going to win them all. Like, I I don't, like, he'll probably win a lot of them, but, like, people are going to catch up. Yeah. It happens all the time. That's People will catch up. If anything, having only two or three road course races a year makes it harder for people to catch up. It, yeah, like I, I'm predicting this now. I feel like Chase will probably be the best car at Daytona Road Course. Um, Coda mm-hmm. and well, Coda's a little more of a wild card because it's a new track. But by the time we get to the Charlotte Roval, I don't think Chase Elliott will be a lock-in for that win. I think he'll still be one of the favorites, but I think Truex. I don't think so either. I think Truex will be maybe caught up to him by then. The Penske guys, they're pretty good road racers. Um. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. his teammates, Kyle Larson and Alex Bowman, have been pretty decent at road courses. Um, at least the Charlotte Roval Larson was good at. Um, who the fuck else is good at road courses? Like, I, God, I wish NASCAR, I wish I could just ignore stages, playoffs, packages at speedways. Because NASCAR, one of the best things about NASCAR is their parody. Like... Sometimes mm-hmm. you have years where Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin won a lot of races. Um, but then there's times where we have Chase Elliott getting on a hot streak and he wins a lot of races in the playoffs. And I just, I wish we had a championship format that really respected the parity of our competition and not just like, what did you do in these last three weeks? What did you do last week? Did you win? If you didn't win, fuck you, because you don't matter, Kevin Harvick. I don't care if you won nine times this year. You didn't win at Martinsville, Texas, or whatever, Kansas, even though you should have won Kansas because we like putting billboards on the back of the car. (laughs) um, Truly. But then I just get excited. My relationship with NASCAR is so bad. I I get excited for it. I really do. Should we uh, dive into your stage point? shower thought as you call it while we're talking about nascar um we'll get to formula one i promise um i just i got a lot to say about nascar today on this episode for some reason um but i was (laughs) taking a shower last night um you're amped up clap it out i took a shower yeah um (laughs) finished my assignment jumped in the shower (laughs) (laughs) thank you no more smelly boy (laughs) (laughs) um but I was thinking, and I was thinking about NASCAR and stage. I don't know why I was thinking about NASCAR. I've been playing a lot of the F1 game. So then every time I play the F1 game, I'm like, God, I wish NASCAR had this kind of experience. Um, either just for the games or the actual racing product. And I was thinking, why do I not like stages? And what could... Like, if they had to have stages for some reason... Why? What would make me like them? Or why do they not work in current NASCAR? I was asking myself all of these questions. Basically, what I came to the point was, stage one and two are not that important. Like, sure, you get ten points. Sure, you can get one playoff point, and that's cool. But those aren't consistent, immediate, or, like, actual impactful rewards for, like, in terms of what's relevant. Like, points, in my opinion, are not that important in NASCAR. They are more important. They've been less important, but they're not, they're still not that important. Like, 
winning two stages gets you 20 points. And that's cool and all. But it don't mean anything. You still, like, if you somehow, like, finish, what, 20th maybe in the second stage or the third stage, um, whoever won the race gets as many points as you. And even more playoff points. So, it's, like, and I, and I get, like, the dude that, that wins the race deserves the most credit. But it just doesn't work with this championship format. Like, I don't think stages work with the championship format that we have. In a format that's all about winning the race, we don't need stages. Because then the focus is away from winning the race. It's like, oh, but these drivers also have to get these stage points. Why can't they just focus on winning the race if winning the race is so important? Um, but I was thinking mm-hmm. in some kind of format where it's just points, it would be interesting if NASCAR had stages and maybe stage one and two were the same. Top 10 get 10 points through one points. But what if in stage three, only the top 20 get points? The, just the finish of the race, only the top 20 get points. First gets 20 points um, and it just goes down the list. I thought that was kind of interesting because then your percentage of points earned goes up a lot and you have to perform in stage one and two to like like they're like then at that point they're almost actual races because right now stage one and two they feel like a part of the race and i think like obviously nascar didn't want to make three separate races every weekend but in a format kind of what it's become yeah but and with a format that's all about winning the one race why have why split it up into three it's just i don't think i explained this well in the past five minutes i don't think i did i might have to write a blog about it because it's kind of weird but basically too long didn't listen stage points and stage racing (laughs) does not work with the playoffs it kind of like there's features that make it seem like it does like playoff points for winning the stage but when winning the race still gets you so much reward even though half the race is spent in stage one and two, it's just like, it doesn't seem fair. I feel like you should be able to earn half your points in half the race. That's what I'm getting at. That's really it. Like, right. if half the race is spent in stage one and two, then you should be able to get half your points. That's it. You shouldn't be only be able to get like a third of your points, because I believe that's the math. But that's only if you win everything. Like, if you finish 10th, um, if you finish 10th, in like all three of the stages, then you only get two extra points for that. So I, I don't know. Like in terms of what whatever. That's 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 my that was my shower thought about stage racing. Um get rid of the playoffs, <laughs> please. Thanks. Love you. And while we're while we're talking about stages, I had a we were talking about this earlier before the podcast that I really hope the NASCAR really has a like work and like plan in place to fix stages on road courses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I highly doubt they're changing anything, but they need like local yellows, and they also need. I I personally think they need to just they can keep the stages, but no caution on the road courses. Yeah, because it's not it's not um, uncommon to have unique rules to road course races. So I'd like to see it. Um, will I see it? Probably not. Um, I just feel like that would 
makes the strategy on the rope course races more specifically a lot more uh, interesting. Is a lot of strategies been removed from those races. Yeah. To expand on that idea. It's just unfortunate that NASCAR officials are obsessed with cautions and getting that restart, that double file shootout style restart, fought ten times a day. Like Road America, oh. Road America, we're going to be under caution for like that entire damn race. I'm, I'm so happy it got a Cup race finally, but it's going to be horrible. Yeah, stage racing. I bet so many stages because stage it's going to be under caution. Yeah, because the stages. Thank yeah. Thank God they and won't then be they throwing a competition. The local yellows so. <laughs> Thank God they have We practice. don't know that yet. Well, oh, you're right. But normally when they have <laughs> I practice... I wouldn't count on it. If it rains before, they might throw it, actually. You know, this is a little off topic, but since you mentioned it, they, they might still do competition cautions at the tracks they don't do qualifying at in practice. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, they they definitely will. Like, I, I I'm expecting that. They should Because they're only doing like six races or something. Like... The, new tracks plus the 500 yeah and the finale yeah so and like the second pocono race <laughs> i think race. the other races will have a competition yeah. caution still the second yeah. pocono race won't thank god that's, that's <laughs> yay <Ooh. laughs> that's all i wanted this for next year the second pocono race to not have a third a fourth stage because really that's what <laughs> god damn why don't they? Th yeah. What if honestly? What if they just had two stages and like basically the halfway point awarded points, and you could do the top twenty thing there, like the top twenty get points. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah. But oh well. Just not throwing all these damn calls. I hate stages. God, I hate stages. <laughs> Did y'all know I hate Shall stages? Shall we move on? What? Yeah. Shall we move on to the better motorsport? Formula One? Yeah, the better motorsport. Sorry. <laughs> I love Na Na F1 and NASCAR. They both have their problems. And maybe it's just because I've watched NASCAR all my life. But holy fuck, I hate that shit sometimes. Do I still watch? Obviously. Had this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Talked about it for, what, 25 minutes? So. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Formula One... We hyped this race up last week, yes, and we did. I think we were right. We were like, "This is <laughs> this is so that was so good." You had George Russell in for Lewis Hamilton. You had Valtteri Bottas, who like was they lit a fire under. No his matter ass. what he did, he was in a he was in a lose lose situation yeah. if he won or if he lost. He in my had opinion. to. There base, wasn't much he could do. He had to dominate. That's what he had to do. The expectation for him was to dominate. If you are constantly pushing Lewis Hamilton every week, theoretically, and you're in the best car in the field, and you've been in this car since 2017, you have to go out and dominate this race against but this. I feel like even if he did that, everyone would have just been like, well, that was expected because he's well, yeah. in Mercedes, blah, blah, blah. So I, I feel like it didn't matter yeah. what he did, but like no matter what, he was gonna he's in a bad situation. And you also had the rest of the field really, because there was no Lewis Hamilton. Everyone had a shot to win this race, in my mind. Like like the top half of the field, normal half, top half of the field had a shot at winning this race. Yeah, especially and, since and it was one, like the oval. Yeah. Well not the oval oh, yeah. not the oval, but the, the, the Bahrain oval. Well, <laughs> Because it was like shit got crazy. It was like shaped like the Pokemon Ditto. It was yeah, 
if you saw those tweets, it's like it's very flat on the bottom, but at the top it's a little bumpy. It was really cute. Yeah. But man, that was a good track too. I didn't think I'd like to lay it as much as I did, but I really liked it. I like. It's basically Pocono with a few extra yeah. chunks, and instead of like turn two, it, they have like a whole section of S's. That's basically it. It's basically yeah. Pocono though. Yeah. Like it's really fun. Um. I want to see yeah. NASCAR on tracks like that, like tracks like Monza and Bahrain Oval, where they're like really fast road courses. I think NASCAR would do really good on this kind of track. Yeah, they really would. I don't know if there's any in like America, but it would be nice. Probably not. Road America is kind of a very fast road course, and Watkins Glen is really, but like something more like simple, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, but but you but you know with. Everything this like I said, this race was like wide open for anyone. Lap one, Charles Leclerc Dumbass. causes a wreck. Dumbass. Um, and he's been doing this. He all takes season. out Max Verstappen. He takes out Max Verstappen, who probably was the favorite in my mind yeah. to win the race. Um he takes him out first like lap one. And then Kimi Raikkonen got spun out and that's lap one as well. So much happened on that yeah. first Sergio lap. Sergio Perez was and was spun because yeah. Leclerc was he spun Perez and then Max right. went, left to avoid Perez and then he got in the gravel and then went straight into the wall, which was embarrassing, low key. Um, but so yeah, lap one Perez was in last. Yeah, God, he had such a good race. And most people put the blame on Charles, and he's been doing shit like that all season. Like I mean, first race of the year, I think he did it to Sebastian Vettel, his teammate. So he's uh, there's been a lot of moments this year where Charles has been a little questionable um and unfortunately and it's a really big blow in terms of it being that race lewis hamilton is not in the race max verstappen in my opinion was the favorite if it wasn't going to be george russell or Valtteri. like max verstappen what's kept him from the so many wins this year has been lewis hamilton that's it he's met valtteri mm -hmm. on pace some races um it just sucked. And it wasn't really Max's fault. Like, he kind of got put in a shitty situation. He might have not known Gravel was there. Um, Charles could have... I, I will... <sighs> yeah. Max did a really good job trying to avoid it, in my opinion. Yeah. It's on the replays. But he had nowhere to go because that wall was there. Like, there wasn't much he could do in that situation. Yeah, Max actually was pretty... I think he was pretty smart on the start. From what I remember, I had a reaction. I was like, yeah, Max, he handled that start as well as he could. Um... He wasn't yeah. that. He's only known for being really aggressive and kind of a hothead, but he was pretty decent on that start. Um, Charles wasn't. He's kind of just floundering a little bit. And Perez, though, wow, what a drive! Like last on lap one after getting spun, and comes back and wins the damn Grand Prix after a lot of other stuff happened. But <laughs> like he was. Like, he, I don't, I need to watch the race again, honestly, because I don't really know how it happened. I think he just passed a lot I mean, of cars and, um. Throughout the entire race, he was gradually making up positions. Mm -hmm. Like, I think I saw a stat that he was, like, in every single position on the track for at least, like, two laps or something like yeah. that. Can the strategy Which was is working? Crazy, because this, was, this wasn't that long of a race. It was, like, an hour and a half or something. Yeah, yeah F1 races aren't too long so it's it's this like, is even shorter than a normal f1 race yeah because they're going so fast. short the track is yeah yeah but 
you know, Sergio Perez, he has no ride for next year as of now. And, you know, he just went out there and proved he could win. Yeah, David Croft was like, and... Alex Albon, I want that seat, like, during qualifying <laughs> or something when he was passing him. I was like, yep. And you know what? And, well... And the commentators were were very much so saying, oh, yeah, Perez deserves that Red Bull seat. They don't, <laughs> they they don't hide their lot. opinions, like, on things. Like, I, I, I have... Appreciate it, honestly. I feel like, like it doesn't come off as fake as with IndyCar yeah. and Ferrucci. Like yeah. this is actually mm-hmm. like genuine. I feel like like this is a weird example, but you know how like Kyle Larson wasn't really talked about in NASCAR broadcasts this year, even though the media was talking mm-hmm. about them. Like Rick Allen did not mention Kyle Larson until it was like basically confirmed he was coming back to Hendrick. Like I know. Like, that was so forced. It's kind of like a thing, like, David Croft would have been, like, if it was a similar situation, it would have been like, oh, Alex Albon, Kyle Larson's about to take your seat. You need to pick it up. Like... Yeah. Um, not a good example, obviously, but... Because <laughs> of no, why Larson mean. was out of the ride. But, like, just... Like, if someone was out of the ride, or out of the sport, and... Yeah. But, like, you know. Like, if, if Byron was, like, very much so underperforming, I mean, and Jimmy wasn't retiring. If there were that sort of situation, it's obviously that's obviously not what happened. Then, yeah. but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it would have been. Yeah, because Larson would have replaced Byron in that case. And I, oh, him in the twenty-four. Ooh. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> pipe dream. Anyway, no Kyle Larson thoughts are allowed in this <laughs> podcast. We need a ba- too late. <laughs> anyway, Kyle Larson has come up in every episode so far. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Um, probably. God, Avery right now is filling out. Avery right now is filling out his uh, Kyle Larson mentions in the Gay Racing podcast spreadsheet. (laughs) 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 But I wish NASCAR. I mean, this isn't really. This happens in F one too. Three point four three Kyle Larson mentions per podcast is probably an upcoming (laughs) Avery Page tweet. I wish that. Paid drivers weren't such a thing. Like, I, I understand why they exist, and I just wish it was more, like... Obviously, like, in JGR this year, Eric Jones was under pressure. Because he basically had three championship oh, yeah. teammates. Um, That's who you should have used as your example. Yeah. Um, I, I guess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, really, the only reason... Not the only reason, but he got replaced because of a sh- team shutting down, which is kind of lame. And then Christopher Bell has the sponsorship, so yeah. Yep. <laughs> it was uh, it just kind of sucks um, that more couldn't happen. Than... Well, let's let's go back to F one and just a bit. Let's yeah. talk about George Russell. Let so first of all, lap one. This was the biggest moment for me on the first corner. He. Does that? He does the start of the race perfectly. Perfect. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah. I I was very impressed. He managed to get by Valtteri, yeah. and he just kind of took off. Yeah, and to be fair, Valtteri... I was very impressed. He did exactly what he needed to do. Valtteri, the past few races, he has not had good starts at all. He has been really struggling no. with starts. He's, like, one week he fell back to, like, sixth on the first lap. It's It's been a rough for yeah. him, and just in general, it's been a rough season, like, God, and it's not the time to be having a rough season for him when yet George Russell right. hopping in the Mercedes, almost beating Valtteri for pole. It was like 0.026 of a second. 
Um, George was... He, listen, he executed that race perfectly as a driver. There was nothing else yep. he could have done to win that race. Nothing. Uh, the, he, absolutely. He, and I know he's gutted about it, as they like to say. The gutted. Absolutely gutted. But the, what I don't know what he was supposed to do. And obviously, Mercedes was very impressed, not only with his performance, but his composure um, just throughout the entire weekend. Um, and... For those who don't, for those that didn't watch the race, basically George race recap here. George led the first part of the race. Um, someone made a joke. So did he get stage points? Blah blah blah. They <laughs> funny, good joke. Tickets at the comedy club. Um, <laughs> but then a caution safety car comes out. Um, I think it was. Were there two? It was. There were two safety cars that came out after the initial one i think i think there was, was i forget the order of them but i think there was one for debris and then there was no. one for george's normal car with the the did, williams didn't i forget which happened first did one of the haas cars have problems i feel because the williams I don't, I, yeah it was George's usual car, the Williams. Yeah, I remember that happened. Was that the only safety car that wasn't the first lap safety car? I think so, but I I know there was debris at one point. I think that might have just been a local yellow. I'm this I'm probably misremembering, but I think so. Yeah, because the debris I, was from the front wing yeah. of the Williams. Um. Oh, was it? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. So, of but it might have just been that one then. Okay, so anyway. But, but yeah, which it's ironic. So George Russell replacing Lewis Hamilton. We need a replacement for George Russell. So then it's Jack Aiken, and Jack Aiken makes a mistake. From what I assume, he makes a mistake, spins, gets his front wing clipped off. The front wing's on the track. They throw the safety car. Um, is it the virtual safety car or the full safety car? I don't remember. I think it's there was a virtual safety car. I'm pretty sure. I feel like I there was. Yeah. Yeah. There was a virtual safety car. We need to start doing these right after we watch these races. What the fuck? <laughs> Formula 1. How? There was... I don't know, but... Formula <laughs> Secure Grand Prix safety cars. I don't know! Like, there was some safety cars and shit. But George basically dominated the race, and then he had, like, an issue with the pits. Like, his teammate, like, put on the wrong tires or God, something. yeah, they put like, on, like... Something happened in the pits? Right sides were, like, hard tires. Left sides were mediums. Because I believe Valtteri was going to get... Um... He was supposed to get a different compound than George, I think? Um, but they mixed up because they were double-stacking the Mercedes, which mm -hmm. is when they pit both of them at the same time, because for those NASCAR fans yeah. that don't know, F1 teams, they all share a pit stall, so they can like like they have the same pit crew so mm -hmm. they pitted george first and i guess they put on the miss they put on the mismatched tires but they didn't realize um and then they get to valtteri and i guess they realized then they're like wait we don't have the the other two tires where are they and they're on george's car um <laughs> that's yeah yeah wow and then george has to come back in and get them fixed valtteri is then on like fucking old ass tires because he can't come back in at that point because he already yeah. wasted so much time on the pit stop and um because his new tires so, i guess were on george's car so 
So this set George all the way back to what, like sixteenth or something, no, like l- last in the field. No, it like, was like sixth. He, w- he was out of the points. George was. Was no what no he was like six. I'm pretty sure. Oh, because he had such. Well, a... you know what? I'm thinking of when he got the tire puncture. He was yeah no because he had a really big lead. So he had like, he did lose positions, but he didn't go to like the back. Um, yeah he. He got the six, and he was charging back up to catch up to Perez, but then he had the tire puncture. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. Yep. Yeah. Sorry, I'm all mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, need to, well, we need to do these after the race. To be fair, a lot happened. But anyway. A lot happened. Um, <laughs> yeah, a lot did happen. Um, bad. then George was closing in on Perez, and it, was, it seemed like he was potentially still going to pull it off, which would have been incredible. Because at this point, Perez was out in front. And George was closing in on him. And it was like, he's closing in, he's going to get there before the end, but then he has a tire puncture. Yeah. It's just no luck right there. And yeah. that's when he fell back. And he still managed He still managed to climb back into the points. Yeah, his first Formula One point. His first points in his career. In fact, he finished right behind Botas, even with an extra pit stop. And Botas was on old tires. He also made that really sexy overtake on Botas after the safety car restart. Um, outside yeah, in the awesome. S's. Oh my god. He was fearless doing that. He he was going to win that race without that tire puncture. And two For moments sure. is a bad luck. There was nothing he could do about it. The only thing that would have changed that was Aiken not spinning. And it's just iron. It's irony. It's just irony. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. But I, I was watching a YouTuber, I think, Tomo F1. Tomo F1's a great F1 YouTuber. Go check him out. He was like, this builds character. George will have his chance another day. Because, honestly, this is not his last time in the Mercedes. And I don't mean just for Abu Dhabi. He's going to be in that Mercedes, eventually. Um, the fire is lit under Valtteri Bottas. Um, it, I don't... And I love Valtteri. I do. But, holy fuck, he has not been performing. He's not been consistent this year. He had a really, really bad race at, um, what was it, Turkey? I think it was Turkey. He spun, like, five times. He finished, I don't even know if he got points. Oh, man. I, he, I think he got points, but it was bad. Um, and in this race where, I mean, to be fair, he also had the same amount of bad luck. But he was kind of expected to beat George in that first stint. Um George was getting away from him. They have the same car. It's Valtteri's car. Like, Valtteri has been in that car a lot longer than George has. Um, I don't know if the car is more set up for a driving style like George. Um, and they he happens to have the same driving style as Lewis. I don't know. But I don't know, man. It... So, l- let's talk about it. What, what does George Russell's performance and... Uh, Sergio Perez's performance mean for Valtteri Bottas and Alex Albon for next season. Alexander Albon. Or beyond. Valtteri Bottas. You about to lose your job. You about to lose your job. They're about to lose their job. I'm I'm set on it. I think Red Bull... Um, well, I was listening to a bunch of YouTubers last night. There was kind of this consensus that Red Bull... They have an issue with, like, having a driver that might challenge Max as the number one in terms of, like, just the the culture in the team. But 
Mm-hmm. And that's why they think it won't happen, even though they think it should happen. Like, I think Albon needs to at least go back to, like, um, Alpha Terry, Optari. Fuck. David Croft got me fucked up on that pronunciation. <laughs> He's like, Alpha Terry. And I was like, girl, it's Tari, but whatever. Um, <laughs> go off, I guess. Pip, pip, cheerio. Um, <laughs> um, so, Perez did say after the race that he has something lined up for 2022, which makes me wonder what that means for next year. He did say that after the race to, like... Did he say, people. like... I thought, because I saw it as he said, like, if I'm not back next year, I will be back 2022. I think that's... Yeah, I think, that's, what I, that's what he said. I think that's more just, like, confidence. I took... Like, uh, like okay. he knows I he's hot. I took it as, like, oh, I have something ready for 22. Yeah, like, he knows he's hot shit. Like, because <laughs> he's... I mean, he okay. is. He honestly... I don't know if he overperformed last year in that racing point. It's hard to tell this year, because the big gap between Red Bull and Mercedes and the rest of the field. But, um, yeah, no, I, Sergio Perez, he deserves the Red Bull seat. Let's be real. And honestly, they need someone more experienced in that Red Bull car. Pierre and Alex Alban. I don't know what happened, but whatever happened, it's not working. They need someone with experience to be like, what the fuck's going on with this car? Cause it might, um, I mentioned this a few episodes ago, but the consensus from some people is that the car is just too set up for max um it's just like such a unique kind of setup other drivers can't adapt to it um yeah so i don't know i feel like getting a veteran in there would do good they, like yeah. perez has been around for a while mm-hmm. i believe right mm-hmm. this was his first win but he's got a lot of experience yeah i mean like i mean pierre he was in the toro rosso and even albon well albon was more like that was still his rookie season like when he jumped in the red bull and paris though right. he's been racing since uh shit i don't even know actually honestly but i assume it's been a few years um and now he he obviously knows how to win grand prix so i i think it's the perfect time to put him in that red bull and just figure out what the fuck's going on albon um because i'm I think there's rumors that Kvyat's not coming back to uh, Alpha Tori, so I don't know. We'll have to see. Perez's first start in F1 was in 2011. Shit, yeah, no, he's been around. He's been around long enough. Then he's he's got a lot of experience. Yeah. Um, and I think that could benefit Max too. Yeah. Like if they did go with him, Max, he's he comes off to me as just like not a good team player just not a good person <laughs> not a good yeah. person. like <laughs> he's obviously said some weird whack ass shit and i can look past that right for now um but it's just like the and people made it seem like that if max is being challenged as the number one driver he won't like that and like duh no one will but at the same time right you can't you're not going like you can't beat Mercedes if you're the only Red Bull car. Like, they mention that on the broadcast all the time. When it's two Mercedes versus one Red Bull, your strategy options are limited because the other Mercedes can cover off whatever the Red Bull does. So, um, I don't know. But it's a little... I, 
I do want to say shout out to Racing Point though. Those pink cars, two pink cars on the podium. Yeah, P- yeah, uh, two on the podium. Big redemption for them after uh, last weekend. Yeah, yeah, they had a horrible weekend last weekend because Perez was on the way to a podium and then he had a mechanical issue and with like very few laps to go. Um, and Lance Stroll was upside down yeah. at one point. Um, but so, now both on the podium. Esteban Ocon big, gets big his, recovery. Esteban Ocon gets his first podium. Um, I remember when <laughs> I remember when he was in the rumor mill to be in the Mercedes seat from like last year. Um, but I don't know about that anymore. But yeah, George Russell. Um, I think what's going to happen. Some we'll get to what NASCAR Twitter thinks will happen. Mm-hmm. I think what will happen. <laughs> Valtteri has one more year yeah. left in the Mercedes. I think that's what's going to happen. He is already got a contract for next year. Lewis, um, there were some rumors that Lewis might just want to get, um, people are acting like he doesn't have motivation anymore. And I don't know if that's true. I feel like he's very passionate about what he does. Um, and I think he's he, very passionate. I feel he also realizes his, position as a lewis hamilton like he is not only the only black driver in motorsports he's one of the top like athletes in the world in terms of he actually speaks out for equality um and the Mm -hmm. fact that he's a world champion of the biggest motorsports just kind of it's kind of unreal honestly it's unreal to me and i i will say this it's Felt weird not having Lewis Hamilton in the race last weekend. It did not feel right. It did. I miss him. Him not being <laughs> there though, I miss him too. It him wasn't being there really did. Yeah, like it made it very yeah. exciting. I agree. Like I don't like the circumstances and reasoning, mm-hmm. but that was crazy. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, um, even though I do appreciate his greatness, I love how great he is. I think anytime he wins, it's same. I, I feel honored to see it. Honestly, like I can tell people I watched Lewis Hamilton's record breaking wins. I already mentioned that last episode, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like Lewis, I think he'll definitely be in the cars with the new regulations just because I think he'll be curious. Like, <laughs> like I think if somehow mm-hmm. Mercedes, if Mercedes ever becomes not the top team, excuse me, if, excuse me, if Mercedes becomes not the top team, I think Lewis will be done. I, I think at that point, there's nothing else to do. Um, yeah. He's already reached the, like, he can go out on his own terms, obviously. Um, but NASCAR Twitter, um, so I think George Russell will get the second Mercedes seat in what year? 2022. <laughs> With the new regulations. Two? coming out um nascar I, twitter that's kind of, i agree i think uh just to put a cap on that i do think uh i agree with you that Valtteri will stay another year and then george will take that ride in 22 but i also think perez will probably go over there and re- the red bull ride next year mm-hmm. that's kind of what i'm thinking yeah i hope so i think that would be nascar pre- twitter has uh some other thoughts though yeah you can you can go up on that if you want well uh if you remember daniel trotta yeah from nascar race sub i really like her actually yeah, queen, honestly she's a queen tweet was disappointing <laughs> yeah. yeah we're all her human. And steve burns and jimmy spencer listen we legendary. all we all tweet stupid uh, shit yeah even i me. tweeted dumb shit <laughs> oh even you even me <laughs> are you 
Uh, I think you do it more than anyone, to be <laughs> Probably. honest, buddy. Yeah. Especially when <laughs> I'm, I'm just like, joking. No, um, <laughs> especially when I'm like, gay people deserve um, a place in NASCAR, and people are like, shut up! So, Daniel Trotta tweeted, Can't help but think Mercedes is questioning Lewis Hamilton's 50 million, all in caps, 50 million <laughs> dollar a year in capitals, salary for <laughs> each lap the young replacement George Russell leads. Also, bet Lewis wishes he got his next contract done before this race, losing negotiating power by the second. Hashtag F1. Uh, first of all... I think Lewis wishes um, he didn't have fucking coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, first of all... Oh, I, Lewis probably wishes he didn't have COVID. <laughs> Second of all, he he, cl- he clinched the cha- he is missing, championship he is just a few weeks ago. He's already the champion. He could have had COVID for four weeks and he would have been the champion. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like, shut up. <laughs> like, Where are you going to... George Russell, I don't know if he can do all that now. Let's be real. He did not have the biggest lead on Valtteri. He didn't. Let's be fucking real here. Like, I think I understand why people are so hard on Valtteri right now. But why on earth would you say that Lewis Hamilton should be the one worried right now? What? Lewis Hamilton can have whatever he wants, honestly. Yeah, I he's... Like, if I'm Mercedes, oh, you want 50 million? Here you go. Like, <laughs> I'm not saying it's a like, guaranteed is... championship, but it's a guaranteed championship. I mean, it is. He's already got it. Yeah. Like... It's a, like, like signing him for twenty twenty one. Well, guess who's going to be the twenty twenty one champion? Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes. Like, I, yeah, I George Russell. Yeah, it it probably they probably still will win the championship, but I I don't know. You never know. Like, what if Max Verstappen and Perez they start being a lot more consistent at Red Bull? Like, yeah. if I, I it's motorsport. You never know. Um, but you know, this this tweet Daniel Trout is far from the only one. This isn't an attack on her yeah. by any means. She, like, it's not again, an attack. She's a queen. It's just like this her. is this is a crit. It's a criticism, but it's like, mm, like a lot of people said a lot worse things. Like, oh, this just proves that Lewis has no talent. It's all George has so much talent. He's better than Lewis. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? I saw I saw a lot of that, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Lewis Hamilton is so underappreciated, primarily because of his skin color. Not saying that's why Daniel Trotta is saying yeah. this. Let's not mix that up here. But that's still just very ignorant. Um, I don't know. It's very disrespectful to everything Lewis Hamilton has done yeah. in his historic career. Yeah, he is the best of all time. And... Yeah, people don't realize that, and they're like, "Well, it's just the Mercedes." Well, okay, so it wasn't just the Ferrari when Schumacher did it, like, like, bro, like. <laughs> so, yeah, like, yeah, Why don't we just a... say it was just Ferrari. You can't win a motorsport race without a car, like, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Like, Jimmy you... Johnson, Jimmy Johnson, Jeff Gordon, they would have never been as good as they are, and the... if they didn't, if they weren't a Hendrick in the peak of Hendrick. Yeah, so, like, the balance... Can they were sh- just at Hendrick. <laughs> the balance can shift. Like, mm-hmm. you know, where the car becomes really important. And like, I'm sure it will. Obviously, in Formula 1, you need a fast car to be in position, but still, like, 
you have to like Lewis beats Valtteri all the fucking time. And anytime Max can somewhat even have the advantage, Lewis finds like look at um tur- look at Turkey. That was an incredible drive by Lewis Hamilton. He was not in position to win that race, but he put himself in position by staying calm, staying patient, not making mistakes. That's a big thing. That's a big thing in Formula One. Theo's cars are hard to drive. Um, I think. <laughs> I don't know actually, but they look <laughs> fucking hard to drive. These tracks are hard, um, especially when it starts raining and shit. And Lewis, he's made mistakes before, but it's a rare day. Like he had a big streak of points finishes. He has like, I don't even know the last time he didn't finish in the points. Um, but it was long, so. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see where, what, like, where people are coming from. Like, you know, what competition does Lewis have? He has his teammate and maybe Max. I get it. Yeah. But not really, because Nico Rosberg, who was good competition for him, from what I remember, I mean, he got a championship off him one year. Um, he still bested him like f- four times. So I don't know. But I think that's just Lewis has just gotten so much better yeah. and better and better. Yeah. Like, I, like if, if George Russell, like, let's say George does replace Valtteri here in, let's say, 2022, like we're predicting, and Lewis is still there, like, are people just going to turn on George all of a sudden saying, oh, my God, he needs to be out of that car? Nope. Like, no, it's Lewis. Lewis is just that good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, it's not, I don't know what to say. Like, it's, mm-hmm. I think... Lewis Hamilton is just that good. It's hard. You can't compete with them. I mean, you can, but it, like, you have to be like yeah. super good. And Valtteri was making progress to doing his job. Like he was becoming, from what I remember, he was becoming somewhat of a contender against Lewis. Um, yeah. To maximize their points, because in 2019, Ferrari and Red Bull were still major threats, and Valtteri was building up to be more consistent. This year. Valtteri has lost a lot of points from Mercedes. He's made a lot of mistakes, and he's just not doing his job. Like, he is, his job is to basically finish second to Lewis Hamilton, like, um, and then, if he can, beat him. But their job is to get one-two finishes, and Valtteri has to make sure he's finishing second, if not winning. Um, mm-hmm. And when he's not doing that, like he's done a lot of times this year, I feel like more than 2019, it's not looking good. George Russell has the obvious pace that from that one race, I mean, obviously, it's a different type of track. Um, but it was new to, well, kind of new to everybody. I don't know. And I, I like Valtteri, I really do. Um, I hope he stays in Formula One for a bit, but. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't know about Mercedes. It's not looking good. But yeah. Well, do we have uh, anything else to talk about this week? I think that's about it. Not really. I've been playing a lot of the Formula One game. Um, trying to decide my all my settings and stuff because I get really obsessive about that. Like mm-hmm. obsessive to the point I stress myself out because <laughs> I like started. You shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. Oh, I know. Just but I do. friendly note. I, I just get like that. I don't know why. I think, like, I want my... It's because I'm a perfectionist. That's probably why. 
Um, I just want everything to be perfect and especially mm -hmm. calculating my difficulty and stuff. Um, it's gotta be perfect, but yeah, I think it, we, it, it won't be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Um, why yeah. what's that tweet um that you shared with me um boys will be starting podcasts instead of going to therapy <laughs> i was like um that's us shit <laughs> did y'all not see my damn hat? damn <laughs> um the daytona road course was just confirmed by the way on on twitter so just so oh. y'all know um I'm just checking NASCAR Twitter, see if there's anything major yeah. happening. Not really, so yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> um, yeah, well, we might be back next week if yeah. another craziness of Formula One happens. Yeah, their season finale is at Abu Dhabi um, next week. I think it's at like 5 a.m. Eastern time, <laughs> which... Um, oh, God, is it really? It was last year. I remember watching it last year. It sucked. I hated watching it last year because I had to get up early, but I also had to go back to college that day because i was home for the weekend for some point um f1 grand prix it looks like it's at looks like it's at 8 a.m your time eastern oh thank god on sunday so i guess they changed start times around i don't know well that's fun um abu dhabi's a not the best track but it's another night it's another night race alex <gasps> Really? Yeah, oh Alex Alex had no idea that Bahrain was going to be at night. We were hyping up the race. He had no idea it was a night race. Yeah, so just to let that you... made it even better. I was so excited. I'd never watched an F1 race at night before until this until Bahrain. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, just I'm to, so excited now. They have three night races a year. So Bahrain, um, which is normally the second race. Singapore, which Singapore is like a street race um, at the Marina Bay. Um, I don't know where Singapore is on the Ooh. map. Isn't it next to India or something? Where the hell is Singapore? <laughs> Isn't it by, like, Korea? Girl, I don't know. Where... It's by Malaysia, so it's... Um... God. <laughs> Fuck is that? Geography. It's by Indonesia, um... so it's... um. It's like, yeah, it's in Asia, right, duh. Um, but for the Middle East races, so Bahrain oh, and I see. Abu Dhabi, <laughs> and they have night races, and then Singapore, mm -hmm. the street races night. So, yeah. Um, I don't know if the Saudi Arabia race is going to be at night. Um, oh, I don't know. Hashtag it's, re-races one, huh? It's another Middle East area. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh. Anyways, um, that's all we got today, um uh if you if you are gay <laughs> or um <laughs> or what's it called um lgbtq plus um or even just like any like non-white man um in motorsports like you're involved in motorsports or just anything really um and if you feel like you have an experience that you want to share with us, either if you want to come on the podcast and or you just want to message us and we can share it. It can be anonymous, too, if you're not out yet. We can just share it anonymously. Um, yeah. Let us know. Um, our Twitters are in the description. Um, thank you all for listening. Uh, yeah, we'll see if we're back next week. Maybe not. Um, but um, hope you all enjoy the closing days to the holidays if you celebrate anything and um hope you're staying yeah. safe and happy <laughs> um, <laughs> but 
be gay be gay have a good holiday times. um yes <laughs> um say off twitter it's not healthy <laughs> oh yeah um, I, i'm gonna try doing that more <laughs> yeah all right all right well bye guys thanks bye